What's good, good people? B. Parrish, Brian Parrish here. Uh, second episode of Free Speech. Um, yeah. I have my great friend, Julie Jules, Miss Jules No Rules, yeah. a.k.a. the, the most infamous person in, in Chicago I'm right now. Crying. She's had the biggest class of the year, probably the last 10 years just now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um... Julie is is a is a really great friend of mine that I met when and when I first moved to Chicago. Um, literally, like the like, like the first, the first class that I, <laughs> that I took here, she was in, and we didn't like talk initially. But then the when I finally moved here, um, the first uh, like this, you were like the second class I took in Chicago. I think Julian's was the first. Yeah. And uh, met you and Malcolm, and then it was kind of just like a word ever then yep. ever since. Yeah. Um, Incredibly prominent choreographer and dancer in the scene, battle dancer, um, beautiful mover, communicator, instructor. Um, she inspires a lot. She does a lot. She thinks a lot. She believes a lot. Um, and she's about to get up out of here and go do a lot. Um, so just wanted to have her here on the episode to just talk about her journey so people can get to know her a little bit more. And... Um, yeah, just kind of get into the, some good discussion and conversation. Ooh. Episode two, free speech. Um, yeah, thank you for being here. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. You know, oh my God. Um, yeah. yeah, we're not camera people, really, so we're nervous, kind of, but that's okay. Might cut that out. We don't know. <laughs> you know. Um, so, yeah, the point of free speech, I might just say this every time is to check in with the people that we spend a room most of the time around um, in the dance community, whether that be freestyle or, or choreo, studio scene, um, because while we do spend a lot of time with each other and we get inspired by our peers a lot, um, we end up thinking that we know a great deal about them when, in fact, we've only seen them move. Um, we actually haven't heard them speak or what contributes to the movement or why a certain thing was was born and why this person has certain goals to go a certain place and whichever um and yeah this is here for that to maybe talk about some early influences as to why you're on the journey that you are now and um just give people a bit more background as to who you are and why you are yeah um so I think the first thing I kind of wanted to just get into, or um, you can talk as long as you want about it, mm -hmm. is uh, what the early Miss Julie days were like, and like Kid Julie, when did dance become like the the um, the, the the priority or the uh, the wave? Um, was it influenced by your parents? Um, I think my biggest influencers with dance will probably be my family like our household growing up I, I feel like I talked about this all the time I talk about it all the time because like, it means just so much to me but um, my dad was a house DJ mm -hmm. in Chicago yeah. um, so every morning I feel like on, on the weekend like we just woke up hearing that mm -hmm. and it was just like like, we all knew that it was time to clean but I also was just so happy waking up on Saturday because like like, there was just music playing in the house. Yeah. And, like, it just felt warm. I was just, like, and I was just home, like, with my family. And, like, I don't know. Like, my dad has always told me, he's, like, it, it all started, like, let me backtrack. Um, so, 
that was like my first influence, but I started dancing at three years old. Um, and then, because my mom was a dancer too. Right. Yeah. So what she, kind? She, well, she always wanted to be a dancer, but it wasn't until she got to college was, was when she was like, oh, like, I really enjoy doing this. Right, like, right, right, right. I actually want to see what, what happened. So then she took a couple classes at Columbia, um, and then that's when she kind of, like, changed her mind. She was like, okay, I want to go into medical, and that was that. So then when I came along, I was always, like, running around. I was, like, that kid that just, like, would never sit still. Right, right. And, like, <laughs> um, I was quiet, don't get me wrong. Like, I, I was very quiet at certain points in time. But, like, when I, I just remember always, like, putting on shows for, like, my family because, like, my, my grandmother would always, like, bring over, like, these little dresses. Yeah. So it would be, like, me and my sister, like, putting on a show. I remember, like, there was, like, this little piano that we had. And, like, it had, like, built-in music, music already. Yep. And so we would just, like, hit a button and whatever came on, like, that was what we were performing to. Right, In front right. of everybody. Yeah. And so I was just, like, dang, like, maybe this is what I want to do. So, like, once I started taking classes and, like, like, I, would, I was that studio kid that was, like, going to classes, like, at, like, four days out of the week. What age was this? This was, like, well, this was really young. Um, I think I was about, like, six years old when that started becoming, like, heavily a thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then once I hit, like, 10, 11, it kind of died down because I was, like, switching to schools didn't really know what I wanted to do um so I think I took like a year off of dance and then my mom was like you're not yourself mm-hmm. like she, she she was telling me this like at like what grade are we in like seventh grade so I was like 12 13 yeah. yeah she was just like yeah you're you're not yourself like you haven't been yourself like this whole time and I'm like I'm like okay She's like, do you want to start dancing again? And I was just like, like we could see how it goes, like see what happens. Um, and so then she put me back into dance, and yeah, from there it was just like, yeah, it it went back to that scheduled like routine. I was going to dance like four days out of the week, and then like on weekends I would go to competitions like for like that would be like for a four month span in the beginning of the year. Um, and that was like my childhood growing yeah. up. It was just like it was either dance, going to school, and going home. <laughs> at the time, uh, at the time, I imagine it was that's that's. when you're a kid, you're not really thinking about like what different things you could like implement into your routine to kind of diversify things. Like if it's like the same thing for me is I would go to school and then I might have like like I took taekwondo when I was a kid. I'll have mm-hmm. taekwondo on like three days of the week. And then have like you know friend time on this time uh, the specific days of the week, and that was kind of just my routine. I never yeah. really thought about it. Past what my mom was telling me that I should do, she was like, you know, we got to go to practice, get in the car, go. And I'm just kind of like boom. Whereas now as an adult, um, I like my routine to be a bit more like like to fluctuate a bit more, just yes. because if it starts feeling too mundane, I'm gonna start getting real, real, real antsy. Mm-hmm. Um, and just needing like a like a big switch, and I feel like that just comes from, um, like you know, your brain just gets more conscious and more, uh, more 
observant as mm-hmm. as time goes on. Um, so you can't just kind of go on autopilot like you like you are when when you're yeah. a kid. Um, so it. Luckily, it didn't last that long, though. Right. Yeah, because, like, once I got into high school, that's when I found Puzzle. Mm. So, oh, right, right, yeah, right, yeah, yeah. So, oh, what? You've been in the scene forever. <laughs> I just realized <laughs> you have been here forever. I forgot. I've been, I'm, like, a baby of this community. So, so a lot of, like, the OGs, like, in this community have seen me since I was a kid. Right, right. And so, having... Having to see, like, basically four now, like, coming this into this fifth generation of, like, the new, of the new, like, wave of dancers, Mm -hmm. it's just so crazy to see how everything has just, like, shifted. Shifted, yeah. Like, even, like, the studios, like, there was an old studio when I first started coming out here and doing Puzzle, that studio's not even there anymore, I got, like, knocked down. Was it Conti? Or no, not Lucanti. It was Bozen, and it was a it was a uh, martial arts studio. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't even like an actual dance studio. They just had like a part in their dojo where there was just mirrors, mirrors, and you yeah. just took up that space. And we just took up that space. And the crazy part was that this is when like the community, at least like the people on the northern part of Chicago, like this is where every all the teams like that's when like teams were really big, mm-hmm. um, and they all rehearsed there if and if what if and if it wasn't there it was at Lucanti. right right um and so it was just it was just so wild to see like all of it just kind of go by and so like so then like once I got into puzzle like it that's when like my whole schedule changed mm-hmm. everything changed um what was y'all practicing like practice scheduling like Okay. So. And, and actually, before is there so uh, right now? There's like a piece like peacemakers. It's like the prerequisite before puzzle, like for like minors, right? Right now. Yes. Was so that a thing before? It wasn't. Mm-hmm. It wasn't. So I, when I had gotten on there, there was um, actually no, there wasn't peacemakers. So when I had first auditioned, there they didn't have an age gap, like cap. So, anyone that auditioned him was like, okay, like, yo, we want you. Like, you were on the team. So, it, I remember it was only three of us that were, like, really young. And one of them was, like, a really good friend of mine that I actually danced with at my old studio. Mm-hmm. So, going back to, like, how that rehearsal schedule was like, me and her would have rehearsal for our studio right after school. And then we would have to leave, like, 30 minutes into, like, before our rehearsal ended with our studio to then drive up here to then go to rehearsal for Puzzle. Oh, man. And then, not to mention, we were still students going to high school and, like, doing all that. So, like, card right there, if we weren't resting, we were doing homework. If, like, even at at Puzzle rehearsal, if we had a show coming up or if we had anything that we were, like, competing for... We were at that studio from, like, 8.30 to, like... I remember one time it was, like, until 3 o'clock in the morning. Right, yeah, yeah. And then we still have... Like, me and her had to still drive back to the suburbs to then go to school. Which is not... For, I mean, I feel like everybody watching this probably is from Chicago or in the, like, surrounding area. So you know what the trek to the city is like from suburbs. But for anybody that's not from Chicago, it's not a short walk. 
Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Especially in traffic hour, like. Oh my god. It's like you're sitting there for like like you think that you're only going to be on the road for an hour if like if there's traffic it's like two. Yeah. Literally. Literally. Um like the on Google Maps or like Apple Maps it just be straight red on the highway <laughs> cuz it know cuz it knows <laughs> it's back to back traffic like. Yeah. I'm just happy that they have, like, that little time in the corner where you can see yeah. what time it's going to be now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um. Um, but, yeah, so then that was the, that was my schedule, like, for, like, the remaining years of high school. Mm-hmm. I was so surprised that I even passed high school. Right. I was so surprised because I just remember, like, like the, I think now talking to my mom about it, she was like, you can't make dance your priority. You can't make it your priority. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, what is she talking about? Like, of course I want to make dance my priority. Like, right. I didn't, like, at that time I didn't have any responsibilities, really. Like, I had my car. I had to maintain my car. I had a job. So, like, I had money, like, my own money coming in. But, like, yeah. It was just, like, I wanted to pursue dance so bad. Mm-hmm. So it was just like, I need to make this my priority. And then, not to mention, start putting in, like, relationships in there. Exactly. And, like, yeah. everything else. Like, all the great stuff that you get to do in, like, high school. And, like, trying you, to... You still had, a, like, a pretty, like, uh, involved high school experience even with that the schedule like that? Yeah. Yeah, I still did. It wasn't the best high school experience, I would say. Like, I just feel like it was very wishy-washy because I wasn't really there like when I was in school like I had my friends in school but did we ever really hang outside of school like sometimes but it wasn't as frequent as I was like hanging out with my dance friends mm-hmm. like those are the friends that I considered like those are my homies Your like homies, my right, right. back in the day like and so yeah like the experience was great but like I didn't really have like my people there to like make it worth like something like worthwhile but like what if for what it was like i i am privileged to have something like that and have like that experience even be like to even have um so i'm grateful for it like i'm grateful that i was able to go to prom both years and experience all of that so like as much as like i say like i do like i don't really enjoy high school like i did at certain points right yeah it definitely like something that you have to look back on in like hindsight because during high school like emotions are kind of just like super swirling like you just don't know what the fuck's going on Mm -hmm. um and then I look back and I think what I do miss about that time even as you were kind of just describing it is just the commitment to the drive like I wasn't really like I like I feel like my purpose in whatever whatever I felt like my purpose was at the time was so solid that uh, it just kind of kept me going. I wasn't thinking about like, man, I'm tired. Okay, I can't really, you know, I don't really have time to go to this practice or I don't have time to do this. It's like, okay, I got to go to practice, but I got to make sure I do this homework. I'm on the way to practice. Uh-huh. And then when I don't do practice, I got to do this choreo. Like, I got to make sure that I do that. Da, 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 da. And now, which it might, this might be like post quarantine world where now, like, I, you know, go do a little bit of work, make sure I, I put my time in. And I sit down, I'd be like, damn. I don't want to do shit else today, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> knowing damn well you got, you know, class uh, class tonight, or you got to go, you know, work on something, go session or something like that, mm-hmm. um, so it's just an interesting, like, like change, um, like, life didn't get less busy, 
but somehow my body has gotten like less accustomed to wanting to just be on go mode like that yeah because um, it's also it. not healthy yeah it's not healthy to always be on go mode and i will say this to everybody out there because i've been doing it since i was too young um but it's not healthy to go on go mode like that all the time and i think now i do kind of i do suffer some consequences like having gone on go mode for so long and yeah I feel like now I, I have to kind of pick up those pieces mm-hmm. and it's more so like my health it's like how my mental health is doing too and like it's just like those are actually like sitting down crazy don't call me during the pod <laughs> it's like poppy lurk <laughs> um let me put this on do not disturb a quick little key <coughs> if i knew how to do that um it'll be fine we'll figure it out um uh going on go mode you need rest time yes yes you absolutely need that rest time and like how you said like it's like post quarantine like I feel like a lot of people like realize like it's not healthy to always do that you have to have time to just like sit down and like give yourself the time to process everything Mm -hmm. and like really just listen to yourself and how to go along with it and like I love incorporating that and speaking about that with dance because I just feel like I can create more I can be present more when I teach I can, um, the creativity just flows so much more naturally because I'm able to clear my mind and actually, like, let it just process the things that it needs to so that I can feel good and so that the energy that I'm giving out into everywhere and all the spaces that I go to, um, regardless if it's dance or not, that it's genuine. Yeah. Um, and I'm not trying to, like, fake it because, like, I just don't feel well. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I was doing that for quite some time until, like, it caught up to me. And it was just, like, you just need to sit down. Yeah. Like, you absolutely just sit down. Like, I, I, like there was points in times where I was, like, dance is just too much. And, like, it, it got to the point where I just started hating dance. Mm-hmm. I hated dance. And I'm just, like, but that's because I loved it so much. And I, that's what my main priority was. So then taking dance and now listening to my mother and putting it somewhere else and not making it my priority and realizing, like, I have to put myself first. And then, like, what whatever else follows after, yeah. it's just, like... I think that it's... Um, that's kind of how I'd be working in my brain as well, like, um, in a priority list or categorizing and at one once upon a time dance was yeah number one on my list like I was like I need to well I think low-key I feel like love or like <laughs> like having a girlfriend was always like number one like slow like low-key like I never wanted to like the sliver you know what I'm saying I had to, like, <laughs> like, like it's like, like dance that lonely yeah <laughs> my whole life I feel like I've been super like romantic of a person um mm-hmm. so I always felt like I wanted a partner to do to just kind of go through a journey with yeah um so if I didn't that was always the thing that I was searching for and then once I got that I was like okay I can focus on everything, everything. that I have but then as soon as if they were if the relationship came crumbling everything 
else in that list uh, came crumbling. Mm-hmm. So there was somewhere in there that I had to be like, okay, maybe I need to... Uh, now, I'm with the love of my life right now, so I don't actually have to worry about that part. But um, I do have to, like, tinker my my internal workings into understanding that you need to upkeep all the different, um, like, circles instead of just, like, thinking one is going to be able to hold everything. Hold everything. Um, and then, yeah, I guess dance would now be, like, like four or five or something like that on the list because I'm like, well, I, I need my body to dance. Like, so I, that means I need to take care of my body. I need to be prioritizing sleep, food, relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, and all of those things will then, like, transfer into how I'm, if the, the ability I can use whenever it goes into dancing, whether it be taking class or sessioning or choreo, whatever. I just started going to the gym. Like, and hey. this weekend, uh, the Red Bull event has saved me because, or it's been saving me like, like recently because, um, I used to be one after the first round I was guest, you know what I'm saying? Like for like prelim round, I do my prelim and it was all good. And then I get off and I'm like, <sighs> like, like gasping. Like, yes. I <laughs> know <laughs> it's the, <laughs> and I'd be on that elliptical machine, like 15, 20 minutes, get some, get some weight training in and I still get tired, but now I'm able to, like, recover a little bit faster and kind of just go just a tad bit longer. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, you just, we just, as dancers, as people in general, um, just got to start. Um, it's not that, and the, honestly, paying attention to the other thing doesn't mean that you're deprioritizing dance. It's just dance is a is a complex thing on its own that requires a whole bunch of different components. If you're not paying attention to these components as if they are just an individual like want for themselves then this the found it doesn't really lay the foundation for you to be like a successful dancer absolutely um so yeah you just gotta take care of yourself yeah i'm like because dancers like they even said themselves like dancers are the most athletic athletic yeah like the most athletic athlete and i'm just like and thinking about it i'm just like yeah we are and it's just like if we're not keeping up with our body like this is our money maker if you really think about it mm-hmm. like if we if you want to put it on a business aspect but our perspective but it's just like if we're not taking care of ourselves and our body it's just like it can't you can't let that pour over into dance because then if you're not taking care of yourself you're not taking care of dance you're yeah. not taking care of your people you're not taking care of everything else around you it just has this domino effect right and like, I just, like, and it's just crazy that I had to find that out just a little bit later on in life. But I'm also very grateful that I was able to figure that out because now it's just, like, now making the moves and, like, like seeing how well things can just prosper and grow when you when you just take the time to reel it back in just a little bit and just, like, focus on one thing, and that just might be yourself. Yeah. Um, then to then go back out and put out even more or not even put out even more but just whatever it is that you do put out has more of an effect from positively and in more ways than you probably know yeah um and i think that's what's very important to at least to me um and that's why i was just like i do want to like that's why i also push in my classes i'm just like you're here yes but this is for you not for me i'm like you're here because like you want to be here um and you're gonna do this for yourself so i'm not looking for perfection i'm not looking for you to look like me it's just like 
I'm giving you choreo, yes, we're learning something, yes, but we're also growing yeah. as individuals. We're growing in a space. It's just like, it's not always going, it doesn't, the, the main topic doesn't have to be dance always because dance, like how you said, it's just so much more mm-hmm. than dance. You can just come into it with what you need or what you, for what you need it for. Come in, like, you can come into class or go into anything that involves dance with anything. Like, just mm-hmm. use, use the ability to move as a vessel to communicate what okay, it is that yes. you're feeling that day, what it is that, you're, that you've been going through. And uh, um, this kind of, like, bridges into, a, into a, another good topic is, um, at least on the, on the I mean, I, I guess it's both ways. Like, it's kind of just like that in the social, like, I hate saying, like, the social media era, but it, 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 we are in that. Um, where um, things just have become very surface level to a point to where people are going in the class uh, like just for the video or something like mm-hmm. that. Going mm-hmm. to class just for the video and they, and they know that, you know, it doesn't really matter what they look like in the choreo. It doesn't matter what the choreo is or if it's a good song and they get a, a good quality video that it's going to go up on Instagram and then that's actually what they went in the class for, not actually to, to dance. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Where that's fine, that there's no, there's nothing wrong with that. Um, it just leaves out all of what, like, being able to move your body is for, um, as in a release. Like now you're going into class using your body, and you're all, you're just building up more anxiety and more tension, and wondering, okay, am I move? Is how I'm moving right now gonna translate when I post this on Instagram? And it's like you're already thinking twenty like, twenty steps ahead. What are, like yeah. what are, like actually be here in the moment um, and try to just figure out what does the movement even mean mm-hmm. at that point? Like, what is it? Do you, do you actually want to be here? Like yeah. if it wasn't, if you didn't care about Instagram, if it was just about being here, there were no phones, no cameras, no anything. At any no point. TikTok, no TikTok, <laughs> no anything. Like... Would you still be here in this class today? Um, and I think that was part of my like, uh, transition more into, freestyle mm-hmm. was that I was just showing up to class and I was answering my question all too much in that no I didn't actually <coughs> want to be here mm-hmm. um and we get caught up in, in the autopilot stuff so you just kind of just happen to do it and you feel like it's contributing to a to a further purpose later yeah. on so you just don't even really question it but then I just started I'm like damn I've been doing this for a long time and I don't know if I'm feeling fulfilled I haven't been feeling fulfilled in this for a while mm-hmm. is it really contributing to my purpose if my purpose now is to be um as with myself as I can or as at peace as I can or if I'm moving genuinely through myself if I had to be honest with myself I'd be like no I need to actually take a step back from this and find out how to repurpose my love for movement yeah. in, in the way that I want to absolutely and like and what's crazy is that there are classes now that are just designed to just for a video yeah it's just designed that way and i'm like don't get me wrong i'm like if that is the way that you want to run your class and i'm not saying like that is the main priority of your class but it's like okay the videos the videos it's all about videos and content now and like y'all see my page I don't be posting a lot on my page for real that much anymore um or being like spurts but it's like I think I had to take a step back from even teaching because Mm -hmm. I didn't it was like that whole shift 
Like, I feel like once we went into quarantine, that's when everything just went on the internet. Mm-hmm. Like, everything just went on the internet. Like, dancing was all on the internet. Um, it became more popular. Um, and now it's just like when we got out of it, or I don't even think we even got out of quarantine. Yeah, like we're, we're kind of still, still pseudo in there. Yeah. People still coughing on People can't touch us, you know. Mm-hmm. Don't touch me, okay? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, firm handshake. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, it was just like I... Like, having that time in quarantine and then, like, even after, like, I had to take a step back because I'm just like, what is going on? Like, why do I feel like all of this is so disingenuous? And I'm like, don't get me wrong, like, I had other stuff going on in my own personal life, but it was like, classes just didn't seem like they wanted to really be there. And I got that from certain individuals, but, like, a majority of them was just like, oh, where are the videos? Like, where are the class videos? Did you Were you recording? And I'm like, I'm like, no, I, like I wasn't. So then I had to take a step back, and now going into my classes, like I reiterate to them, I'm just like, this is a safe space. Like we are learning to dance. Like I don't run my classes. Like you, we're going to record at the end. Sometimes I don't even do groups in my classes right. because I'm just like, this is more so about the movement and you releasing something, or speaking about something or whatever it is it means to you through movement yeah and i i'll tell them i'm like if you want to record you can but you're gonna do it on your own phone like that like you can do that right but it's just like sometimes like now as a teacher because i love teaching i love teaching dance i love being able to guide a room to help them really center themselves with movement and helping them find a way to just release it in some way or speak it some way somehow um, and that's my main goal when I'm teaching. Right. It's, ne- it's never more so about the video. Um, and when I do get the video, I'm like, okay, great. That's wonderful. Like, I'm grateful. I appreciate it. But is that my main purpose? No. Mm-hmm. No. I, like, I'm like, I love staying present in my classes because that's what drives me to do more. It drives me to continue to create more, to go to other cities and, like, see what other communities are about so that I can still continue to grow not only as a teacher and myself, um, but I also do want to bring that back here because Chicago will always be my home. Right. Um, and like, even though I'll be going on to LA or going wherever else after that, it's like, I still do plan on coming back here and still giving what I got back to this community. Right. Um, because I know that I've been able to help it in, in, in whatever way that may have been. Um, Great ways. <laughs> <laughs> to just like help people like just grow within themselves but through dance and I just love seeing people feel good yeah and like seeing that because like I I've seen people get anxious when they dance I've seen people get down on themselves when they dance like I've literally seen some a dancer like storm out of a classroom because like they just could not get the peace and I'm just like dang like you're like like, it's like that inner battle within yourself, but it's just like, I never want to make one of my students ever feel like they can't, they can't get something yeah, from a yeah. class, mm-hmm. you know? Just seeing the bright side of it, something. Like, it may be challenging physically, but are yes. you being soothed emotionally? Are you being soothed mentally? Like, mm-hmm. sometimes, sometimes, yeah, I've, I've been in some fucking hard-ass dog, like, classes that dog the shit out of me, <laughs> but... 
I kind of just tried to find. I mean, I don't have times where I wanted to walk out too, but uh, I think in the time, it's just about learning about why you're doing it, like trying to find a grounding there. Um, mm-hmm. Sometimes it just might be the song. I just like this song. I know the choreo is hard, but I like listening to the song over and over. So I'm going to keep mm-hmm. trying to because I just want to keep listening to the song. Or you have most of the, or you have most of the piece, and now you're like, okay, there's just this one part that's just tripping me up. Like I'm glad, I'm, I'm feeling good. I'm doing great. Like I got eighty percent. Like that's just twenty percent left. I keep going. Um, or sometimes you see your friend like going like going going, going yeah. crazy, and you're like, okay, now I need to step it up because I'm not no bum bitch. Like, yeah, so yeah, it's just about like re re grounding, um, mm-hmm. and that's kind of in dance and in life. Like, just as soon as it gets hard, trying to ground back into why you're doing it, mm-hmm. and that's the test of life if anything is trying to figure out like 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 am I going to be able to re-motivate myself um cause none of us really know what the fuck is going on no <laughs> so, not, not at all <laughs> and yet we move with such conviction and such faith so there's gotta be something there that that we're holding on to to you know keep on managing um, and it becomes a skill then to be able to call upon that whenever adversity gets fucking hard, whether it be in a, in a, in a closed dance environment or whether you're trying to go get a certain type of job or whatever you're really trying to do. Mm-hmm. Um, trying to, being able to refocus is a top tier skill. I yes, think. absolutely. Um, um, yeah. Oh, 100%. And like, I, like, I'll even like in my classes, like, I'll take a second, like, because, I, I, like, I realize, like, classes, like, trying to have someone's focus for an hour or an hour and a half is literally impossible it's now. It's hard, yeah. And, and <laughs> I feel like it's so impossible. And if you're able to do it, kudos to you, because that it, it's just so hard, especially with, like, how, as a society, it we just work with our phones, with calls, with everything. It's just so at a fast pace. Yeah. And it's just, like, I can't expect anybody to have that attention span of being in there and focusing on an hour. So it's, like, I'll split, I'll have a time where I'll split my class in half, or, like, at the half point mark. Either I'll tell them to go get water, or, like, we'll take a second to all breathe collectively as a class. Mm -hmm. To just kind of, like, just regroup. Yeah. Because it's like it's a lot of information that you're you're trying to like put on into your brain, then onto your body, and then like on top of that, you're trying to figure out, okay, well, what's my steez? Like, what do I want to go and like do for this piece? And like, just whatever it is that you got to do, and it's like you're working so many different parts of your brain, and then on top of that, you're trying to listen to what I'm trying to tell you mm-hmm. to to hit to keep in mind and all of that yeah so it's just like having those times to just like regroup everybody and like hey like you're good like this is the half point marking class let's like just take a second to breathe and, and like get through the rest and we'll get second. through the rest yeah. exactly it's just like sometimes i'd be tripping myself up even myself in other classes um because i'm just like damn that first half really kicked my ass mm-hmm. but sometimes like this whole second part of the the piece i'm just like oh this is not as bad as I thought it was going to be. Right, right. And then just putting them both together, you're just like, oh, this actually makes sense. Yeah. It does. Yeah. But, it's yeah, it's just, like, really giving that break time and knowing that, like, 
And that's the other thing. Like, I had to take a step back and really, like, reformat how I did my classes. And then going back and, like, researching even more, it's just, like, realizing, like, people can't just stay focused that much. Mm-hmm. And, like, and then going back even further, it's just, like, okay, well, how can I explain this better? And, like, and that's also me doing the work, going to classes, seeing how other people are teaching, seeing what other students need, and really seeing how this community learns. Yeah. And it's, like, I know not everyone in this community learns the same way. Exactly. But there is, like, a foundation from seeing all the classes and seeing, like, how people learn in this community. And it's just, like, finding that underlining of what that is and just having that pulling from that and just like putting that into my own classes as well so that I can benefit the people that are coming and learning from me right um but that's just me that's like what I that I I take that extra step because like that's I I care you care I care about my students and I care about their growth I don't care if they're gonna surpass me that's the whole that's the whole purpose I'm like I didn't become a teacher just to because I wanted to be somebody. I became a teacher because I love dance and yeah. I love teaching it and I want to see other people thrive in it too. Um, and like everybody can dance. It's just how much time you put into it, how much how much work you're willing to put into it. And I'm like, and I will be here every step of the way if you're choosing me to help you with that. But right. you also have to give me the energy as well that you're motivated to do this. Um so it's just like I I will always give back to my students and do the utmost that I can for them because I want to see them grow and be yeah, successful. Thanks. And I'm like, because this community has so much to fucking offer. It does. It's so much to offer. And I just want to see everyone that I've been able to come in contact with or even train or just dance next to, just see them grow. And like whatever it is that they want to do with dance, mm-hmm. whether that be a, an artist, a choreographer, uh, an in, uh, industry dancer, um, even like professional bat, like going and freestyling, like it's just like whatever it is that you want to do. Like if you feel it in your soul that you can do this, then do it. Right. And just go and do it. Um, How did you? Um, what's what's like? Not necessarily end goal, but what is like the 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 goal that you're like going for right now? Like, what is it like? Because you've been teaching here for quite a like quite a while, mm-hmm. um, and teaching has been a, like a great teaching and performing has been a great part of like your your time here. Mm-hmm. Um, are you looking to like broaden that to a bigger stage? Are you wanting to dance more like industry with artists? Are you wanting to teach on a wide wide scale professionally? Like, where is where is your your head at as far as like where you're where you're taking your talents? Um, I think, I honestly want to be, like, my main idol right now is, uh, Debbie Reynolds, but it's just, like, she was able to do everything, like, like, I see that woman, I'm just, like, you did everything, Mm -hmm. like, you were able to just be that person in every entertainment industry, whether that was, like, acting, writing, um, producing, um, choreographing, um, talent searching like she did it all she did everything and like that is who I look up to and hopefully I can be of that of of that type of nature when I do grow up but as of right now um I do want to be able to where I do see myself as being um 
a choreographer that does go internationally at some point. Yeah. Um, I feel like I still do have to train a little bit more for myself, um, and which is why I'm also going out to LA. But as well, I do want to be able to go and do like the whole tour thing, and yeah. thing, yeah. and like uh, not even just to say that I did it, but just to also understand that part of dance yeah, yeah. because that is a different world in itself and that does require a lot of dedication yeah it does um and a lot of your time and energy and it's just like learning to understand that and like i have been in those situations before but this is like on a very big scale um and learning that part of the industry where i can then take a step back again or not even take a step back but just also just whatever i learned from there and use that to go and like maybe even choreograph for a tour that I can be an assistant choreographer for or just just go and like teach classes like across the world um and I still want to do that while I'm still touring or whatever but I I don't have any limitations on where dance is taking me right Right. now it's like wherever I do find a fit and I feel the most comfortable where I can genuinely give my artistry and have it be reciprocated and understood and appreciated that is where I will go go yeah Yeah. I think uh, I feel like a lot of people resonate with that same um, pathway that's even I still I feel like it's still part of my own pathway where early on when I was doing choreo um, it's also noted that um, it's so weird that we say choreo and freestyle instead of just saying dance. Because I know, like, overseas, it's kind of, like, one bundle one, thing. One, yeah. Um, and just for the sake well, I'm going to keep doing it just for the sake of, like, understanding. Because people, like, understand it that way here. Where there are people who are definitely dedicated choreo heads. And there's people who are definitely, like, dedicated um, street style dancers or freestylers. And then there's, like, the merge. But in America, I feel like it's kind of few and far between. Mm-hmm. However, um, I feel like a common thing... Uh, on the choreo end of the studio world is the traveling the world and teaching on your own tour on your own name type shit like because mm-hmm. that's what kind of brought me into it like back in in 2012 2013 when I started in that in that world Brian Pusbos, Swift, Van Martin all those people along with Caitlin Caitlin Watson was traveling world Kenzo mm-hmm. Shay all of them were just I'm just seeing them like going on a on a world tour uh gonna be in Berlin this day and in California this day and yeah. da, 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 da. and they're going solely to teach their choreography their their way of dance their teachings to people all over the world that they don't even, maybe not even understand what they're saying but they just literally resonate with their movement so much that they're they're literally like we will pay you to fly to across the world to come teach dance here please do that mm-hmm. um and that seems like it has to be like the most lucrative way for a dancer to um like to monetize like if that's if that's what it's about for like if you're looking to uh monetize your dance as well it doesn't always have to be for business aspect but obviously like most people want to be making like, money be want to they want to be they want to be good off their dance yeah. um like mon- monetarily um commonly it's thought about that 
the the tour life or the artist life is the way or like the most lucrative and the most money making way and mm-hmm. it actually just ends up not being because it, as soon as you're done not. with that tour you're done they're done giving you a check and you got to go back out audition no residuals gotta, no, no nothing, nothing no, no nothing. nothing and that shit is crazy to me because and that literally goes back to the point of like how dancers are not paid enough yeah bro like like and and at first like and I, I, there's a bunch of things that I feel like contribute to that. Um, uh, I'm not really even sure what the main thing is. Really, actually, I can theorize that I feel like dancers all over the world probably just don't get paid enough because, um, whereas it should be getting paid as much as like basketball or football players are, um, because we use our body just as much, if not even more, um, and are enjoyed by the masses just as much. Mm-hmm. It's that. There are people that watch football and basketball and that are literally like, oh, I can't do that. The guys that can, or the women that can do this are so amazing. We just need to give them all the money, all the money, all the money. And dance is something that, like, most people don't, most, like, common people don't understand at that. Mm-hmm. So they see you dancing and they think that it's something that they could probably probably just get up and do right there when they don't actually understand the hours that it takes to be as clean as as me it doesn't take the hours that it takes to to choreograph a piece like this the hours that it takes to 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 tinker your battle acumen like it nobody's really thinking about what it actually takes to be free within yourself and your movement um and but they are also not getting up and trying it um so I think that there's this thing where where the people that we're depending on the money from just don't have a genuine understanding of what actually goes into being a dancer. Not yes. a person who dances, but a dancer. Um, yeah. And I think what I like that's happening now that is being seen a lot more is that the rehearsal footage is being cut out out and it's being popular yeah it's going viral yeah and And i'm just like i'm happy that that is that's happening because now people get to see the time Mm -hmm. and the amount of of blood sweat and tears really that go into these rehearsals and like or even just like the mental and prep work to go and like like i know that there are like a couple of freestylers that get flown into these battles because like they they're requested to be in yeah. these battles but it's just like these freestylers are still every day like doing like freestyling and making sure like whatever style that they're going to these battles are are crisp, crisp and ready, to go. ready yeah. to go they're on their p's and q's and i'm just like i'm like yeah like they're going to battle but it's just like the rounds that y'all have to go through and then on top of that if you're if you're going if the judges can't even make up a decision you have to go again again, like and that that it's just crazy because you like even even and i'm I'm still relatively new to like the the battle world like i'm i uh, I was just talking to somebody that i'm seriously about it two years in um and there's people who have been battling decades you know i'm saying like a a really long time Mm -hmm. and whenever you first start on the journey i'm which I came from choreo, so I've seen, and I've been around the battle, the battle, I had been around, like, the battle scene, um, like, 
like adjacently but not really directly in it or had I didn't have any goals in it until just recently but before I'm like okay again yeah. like I'm seeing somebody dance and have a good round I'm like oh that can't be like that hard like all you got to do is just go up there and just do your like just dance and then you get up there and the song's not what you like nope the the people are staring at you 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 sometimes the MC's saying some stuff on the, the mic saying some crazy oh, things my God. some of y'all be doing that some of y'all be doing that. Anyway, <laughs> basically what I'm saying is there are so many stressors that go into being able to perform in a situation like that. Mm-hmm. And if it, the person comes out looking clean and crisp, that should actually tell you how long they take or how much they, they do this and what like how much they actually care about doing this. If they take time out of their day when it's not happening to prepare for it. Mm-hmm. Um and you don't really understand the gravity until you are dead in the middle of the actual situation. Um, but to to get to that level of understanding, people are going to have... Because most people are scared to perform in front of people. Most people are scared yeah. to, to show themselves. Most people are scared to say what they want to say at that at that point. Um, so it's, it's there's just like this weird divide where we don't know... Like people are not going to understand us, um, dancers in general... Um, because they're just simply not willing to. Um, and we have to kind of keep creating different ways to make it palatable for people who, uh, to show people that it's not scary, mm-hmm. um, that or that it is scary, but that you can get through it. Yes. Um, and, yeah, it just there's just this wall that we just need to, like, dissipate so that people can just see the true essence for what it is mm-hmm. um, and pay us accordingly. God damn it. For real, because <laughs> I thought Dario's over here breaking his nose and bro. And the crazy thing about super, about the Super Bowl is like I'm seeing people's posts that they're talking about. Yeah, I got flown in five days ago, and we've just been working straight on it. The, like they, they, I got brought in five days because I was I was brought in as an extra or something like that, and I had to learn all of the set list in those five days and. Uh, like work and and uh dance on the platforms and make sure the staging is right make sure i get rihanna her mic like i'm like that's a lot y'all people who don't dance are not doing that every day there's no way mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying like yo i just did a show literally this past weekend and we there it was like people from all over the midwest like there's people from wisconsin there's people from michigan someone got flown chloe got flown out from uh or she came in from texas Oh, Chloe, yeah yeah, 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 so she, yeah, so, and then there was, um, I think another one. Of what my, show was this? This was for one of my friend's shows that she had oh, put word. together, yeah, so. Oh, Jalen, mm-hmm. right, she, she had her showcase, right, 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 yeah. right, 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 so, mind you, this was thought of, like, three, three months in advance, no, it was even before that, I forgot how long in advance this was, but I remember when she had first brought it to my attention, and she's like, I honestly don't know how I'm going to do this. But she's like, but I really want to do this. And I was like, okay, do it. Like, if this is what you want to do, create your own show, do it. Mm-hmm. So then I, I told her, I was like, I don't know if I'll be here, but I'll let you know. Um, found out that I had my own set. And I was like, all right. Mind you, all with all of this show going on, I'm still trying to prep to move. To leave, yeah. To leave. Yeah. Um, and... We didn't have a rehearsal with the full cast until that morning yeah. of the show. Yeah. Um, and 
I like she gave us videos to kind of learn off of but with everything going on in in my own life and I was just like all right I gotta I gotta get there um I I tried learning it from the video but I'm just like it's just one of those things where it's just like you can you can try your best to learn from it but it's just like we gotta be in person this year um so then we got there three-hour rehearsal and we I learned probably about four pieces that day four to five pieces that day and and, oh no (laughs) yeah I learned four to five pieces that day not to mention I still had to choreograph the ending of my of my piece because someone had dropped out of my set like the night before so then I had to go and like revamp my whole entire piece I actually switched the entire piece. I had a whole different thing. I had cut it, the music, I sent it already. Person dropped. I was like, dang. I was like, okay, I gotta, I have to think a little bit. I was like, what am I about to do? So then, and it's stuff like that that happens. Like that, that stuff just happens. And that, that's a plethora of skills in one. It's not, it's literally not just dance. It's problem solving. It's, it's lead, it's uh, team management, it's, it's leadership skills, like, this is, these, it's a complex, like, okay. bubble of, a, of different qualities that end up surrounding dance and making it good, which mm-hmm. I feel like choreography is a good, um, like, metaphor for that, like, physical metaphor for that in some way where, like, freestyle um, and street dancers uh, are more, or even, like, improv in studio, in studio settings is just raw dance. It's not... There, there is technique to it, and there is uh, like foundation to it that you can apply on top of that. Uh, uh, on top of that, mm-hmm. but it is not required to be a dancer. And somebody could actually just go out and 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 freestyle and battle just exactly how they want it to move with no with no rubric, uh-huh. and it still be enjoyable. Whereas choreo, it looks so good because it's like somebody taking like this giant thing this giant orb of energy that is essence and then placing cleanliness around it placing angles around it placing you know all these things that end up making it this nice polished thing and the person that can do it right you're still going to get the same impact of that rawness but it's going to look clean as if they've been doing it for a year Mm -hmm. um and uh that that and to say that it is like a metaphor for just what dancers are in the world like like it's just not one job you know what i'm saying no um it's not it's not and like literally that like and i wasn't the only one that had to do that there was multiple people in that in this cast that had to do that right and like there were some that came in the night before so they were learning stuff the night before um but there were also some of us that came in that morning that drove in from different cities got there that morning and we went straight into rehearsal. Mm-hmm. And then we were just, like, going piece by piece of the whole showcase. And, like, there was another room. So, like, if you weren't in the main room for the rehearsal, you were in the other room practicing right, right, and getting right. your stuff done. And then everything was just happening so fast. And, like, I don't think, like, that's another thing. Like, these days when, like, you have a performance or you have a battle or whatever, it's just, like, they go by so quickly. Yes. And it's just, like, you have to stay on your toes the entire Higher time, yeah, and it's just like just so that you that you know like what is going on, so you don't miss a beat, um, because then if you do, it's like that domino effect of like of shit's just falling down. Yes, like, bro. <laughs> I'm just like, and there have been times where that has happened, but it's like, 
you know, like you kind of have to roll with whatever it is that's going to happen that day and or during that rehearsal or during the show. It's just like, even for the show, I completely like, there was a point in my in my own piece where I was just like, what did I just do? Mm-hmm. Like, I, I messed up somewhere somehow and I'm just like, and I'm realizing I'm just like, I'm like, like taking a step back and processing like even the whole weekend. I'm just like, there was just so much that went into this show and like there was a lot of things that like that we just had to get done but not to say that it wasn't enjoyable but it's just a lot of work it just takes a lot of work which goes back to the point of like you have to make sure that you're good and like taking care of yourself and like put getting put into those situations but it's just like yeah people do need to understand that like there's just a lot of other qualities that go into this and it's just it's not as just so simple as you see it on the internet right and it's just very more complex but i think that's what also divides who is actually like a dancer and who is just like doing this as like a hobby yeah for sure and it's just like and you can obviously differentiate that between the two but it's like there's a very clear understanding yeah. of it. Or thought to be, anyway. Like, um, I feel like you can use those two things as a marker uh, for two, for both sides of the spectrum, whereas, like, you could say the left side is hobby, right side is dancer, and I use that as... We are, as humans, we're not just one thing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we end up, like, I, I think society just makes us, um, like... Uh, associate with labels so that people can just understand you faster mm-hmm. um, so they won't have to ask you so many questions so they're like what do you do and I'd be like oh I, I dance um, but that doesn't like I also talk I also um, read I also laugh I also watch movies you know I have yeah. actually a lot of other things that contribute to myself as a person than just dancing mm-hmm. but I understand what it is that you're trying to ask me by asking me that Yeah. but on a reflective tip um, by saying I am a dancer, that means that everything I do, eat, sleep, breathe, watch, and and listen to, should be about like going back to how it can contribute to me as a dancer. Mm-hmm. Um, and if we're all being honest, I don't know that all of us do that. Like there are like like sometimes. I'll be honest, I, I don't do that. I, 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 don't I, do I that. truly don't. I complain all the time because. Uh, like I just I be want to get better so bad. Like I want to be the best dancer. Want to be this, and then I look at you know uh, my friends around who who I feel like are are amazing artists and amazing dancers, and I be like, okay, well, what is it that they're doing that I could start doing that would contribute to to an increase in my skill or my my ability? And then I I watch them for a little while, realize they dance in two three hours every day. They 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 go, after that they watch and dance videos for the next few hours. After that they they go in a session again. After that they go. In, and I'm like, yeah, I I don't want to dance that much. Like like I do. I like I want this to be my job. I want this to be my my life in in a, in a way. But not so much that it's the only thing that I'm intaking. Because if dance is the only thing that I'm intaking, then I won't actually have anything to show or mm-hmm. like to, to 
to work through. It's like, like where are you pulling your inspiration? From? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I, 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 it's really commendable to the people that that just do it um, because that's what they actually feel. And I don't, I don't believe that they. I'm more so saying that people are just different, um, and I'm not the one that's going to be up dancing every single day. Um, but there are those that do. But I wonder if we talk to them, which we will on this podcast eventually. Um, I wonder what things they feel like they are uh, like because they spend so much time dancing, or they spend so much time like curating their art in that way. What it is that they um, feel like they want. They, they are lacking or what they um, some other parts or other circles of their life that they wish they could have more time for mm-hmm. um, so I think it's just interesting to listen to people or hear people say um, yeah like I wish I could do this over here but all my time is in this thing so da 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 and the reality is that you have time for everything you could just take this time for this day put it in this, this bucket put a little bit more time into this and you're like ah get some fulfillment but you're super dedicated to that thing over there that you just don't even find it to be a possibility that you can take the time away from it to go maybe like grow a new passion mm-hmm. um and maybe those passions can coexist one day exactly and that's what creates the whole bigger like then i then at that point i feel like it doesn't even become about dance anymore it's just like I'm like now it becomes like the artist like who is this artist and I think that's like then that's where the jump of like oh I'm a dancer becomes the artist yes yeah yeah um maybe I ask one more question before we wrap it up it's been about an hour now but um this is a fire conversation too thank you (laughs) of course I love this um Who are um, some people that you feel like like uh, laid a foundation for you in dance to um, to thrive in the way that you do today? And uh, whether they're in the in the community and outside, like whoever whoever you can name, and also um, we'll start there. Okay. Um. So I feel like at least here in Chicago. Um, the people that really laid the foundation for me um, were my old <laughs> my old studio teachers because they were actually people in the community from Chicago mm-hmm. that were teaching me. So I felt like I had that like that foot in the door of like what the community was here yeah. for like since even before I even got here. Um, and, like, we would perform at WAD and stuff, so, like, I got to see, like, what it was about. And so, like, seeing how the community was. And their their names was Chris Cerati, who still teaches today. Still. He has <laughs> his own um, his own team, his own company now. Um, and he's still teaching. Uh, Katrina Monte, um, she was also here in the community. She's out in L.A. now. Um, and then Carly Hansen, she's also in LA now, but she actually, so those two actually, uh, so Katrina and Chris taught me the first things I ever knew really about hip hop. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, they did such a, a, an amazing job learning like the grooves and everything of hip hop. But then once I got, I, I just started becoming more curious about it. And then once... Carly had came 
and and started teaching our our group she introduced like i was new house but i didn't know like the proper foundation for it Mm -hmm. and so when she had came in she laid that foundation of like house and whacking for all of us really and i'm like that's when i was just like oh my god i was like this is what i want to do i want to incorporate this in everything and so like and so like i would talk to her about like well how is it like what is it like in the in the how chicago scene because like obviously i was too young i didn't know and they're like well you gotta go to the club right like you gotta go (laughs) i was like you gotta experience that for yourself yeah and i'm like oh i was like it's one of those things and i'm like even when i asked my dad my dad was the same thing he was like it's it's a club it's literally what everybody yeah will tell you it's the this the number one thing you're not gonna know unless you get in that club Mm -hmm. yeah yep and so I was just like, okay, and so then when I was old enough, like, I went to my first one, and I was just like, oh, I, I, I get it, like, I understand, like, it's, it's not even more so, like, at least to me, like, it was more so about, like, the moves, it was more so about the energy exchange, Yeah. and I'm like, and then once I finally started to actually get, like, the, the quote-unquote, like, actual fundamentals of house, it's just, like, everything from there kind of just, like, sprouted. sprouted. Mm-hmm. Um, but those were my three um, first ones. And then once I got into the community and who kind of, like, really took me and, like, pushed me to grow um, was Chris Rhodes and then John Keese. Mm-hmm. Um, and then as well as Puzzle, so Matt Pumanes. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And so those three really, really kind of molded uh, me into like this dancer then then grew and took all of the information that they gave me um and after that is when I kind of like just kind of spread my wings a little bit mm-hmm. um but I still look up to them like even though like like they're they're not really like I don't really train with them as much anymore like I still look up to those individuals because I'm just like I would not be able to um, I would not be able to actually do anything of what I'm doing without their involvement in my life yeah. or in my journey um, and everything that they've taught me, whether that was in dance or outside of dance, really, too. Um, and so those were, like, the main th- six people that really just laid the foundation for me here. Mm-hmm. Um, and as far as, like, other inspirations, like, outside of... Um, outside of dance like um i've had a i was able to talk to marley a couple times marley hightower go to she i saw her one once one video it was just one video and i was just like it just it it blew me away because like her foundation but then like the flowiness of her movement i'm just like dancing what (laughs) i'm (laughs) like wait yeah and then also Kate, Caitlin Watson, like, Always, yeah. like those two for me really just like spark something in my brain of like, not only being a woman, Facts. but like, it's Women's History Month. I was <laughs> <laughs> like, but we should always celebrate women. Always. And our, and our wonderful men too as well. Uh, mostly women you can keep it up we men, men don't need that much celebration right now oh <laughs> <laughs> um but um yeah those two really just 
their own artistry i think it was the artistry that came from them that that just drove me to like really hone in on my own right um and to kind of just like in bloom from like what it what the foundation is that i had here um and i was i was really blessed and honored to even take their classes mm-hmm. like i was able to take marley's classes like a couple uh, a handful of times and then during quarantine i was able to take caitlin's class o- online but i also was able to uh learn from her once when she came here for a reveal yeah um and i think that when i was able to take her class then i was just like so like struck that she was even here like and i was able to learn from her mm-hmm. like because this was someone that I looked up to as just, like, an artist, a dancer, and everything. And, like, Loki, I got really nervous during her class. No, and facts. I was just, like, I, I didn't get it all the way through. But, like, it still felt good. And Did you feel your your body or, like, your movement after that, like, open up? Like, like I feel like when, when you get in touch with one of your inspirations in even just a small way, any dancing after that just feels mad different. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Because mm-hmm. it's, it's just something about, like having their movement be put onto your own body it's just like it kind of just like it really reformats like how like you move after that because it's like and i feel like that's with any teacher though like any any person that you come in contact with that you learn something from um and dance like it it really just like always transforms and like especially the ones that you look up to especially and yeah like they have been those two in particular have just been amazing influences like not only for me but i know on a lot of people in this dance scene and they'll just continue to like i know they'll continue to like prosper and do all of that and yeah they're they're two people who um and it's not even just dance either like uh, I haven't talked to Caitlin in a long time, um, so I'm not sure what, like, how her, her, like, the pinpoint of her mentality right now still feels like she's as, as much of an, a genuine artist as she's always been. Um, but even back then, <coughs> when I met her 20, I don't know, like, 18, 2017, 2018, um, she is a free spirit, mm-hmm. um, and her movement looks like freedom. Um, it's not like she's I remember asking I was like how do you dance like that which is such a really interesting question to ask people but um, I was like how do you dance like that and she was just like I just do (laughs) and at the time I was like why are you not giving me the secrets Um, but after kind of like going along my own journey um, I'm realizing I'm like of course she doesn't know this is just how her body moves like this is this is her it is a reaction to her life experience um and it's going to change as per her experiences change Mm -hmm. so she doesn't know how she's moving right now because it's changing the next moment the next time she has a has a uh something big happen next time she meets one of her inspirations next time you know it's just changing and morphing to to adapt to the new knowledge that's been input Mm -hmm. um same thing for marley marley can can truly like go in a conversation because her mind just wanders as well and just wonders and is is constantly just trying to think like what's like what's going on for real what's going Mm -hmm. on with me what's going on with people um and when you have that innate sense of curiosity you automatically are looking at people in your class okay what's going on with you 
and then you're seeing the way that they move. They're like, ah, I see what's going on with you. Mm-hmm. I'll show you what's going on with me. And then she's just been able. She's been dancing for fucking forever. Marley's been famous, but since before. Since before. <laughs> before anyone really like. <laughs> before we, before I even knew anything about this world, I think the first time like I came into it and Wad was like the like at its height. Marley was like their poster child. Mm-hmm. Um, and the crazy part is, is like I've definitely seen Marley perform. Yeah. Like her own like thing at what and like it never put two and two together that i'm just like oh that's marley like yeah like and like and even now like as i like as i was able to get to know her a little bit more and like realize that she's just been doing this for so long and like how much like time and dedication that she's put into it and like even as a child she's already out in la like doing doing the the thing thing. like Oh and now I think it it what how that how that ended up going forward was uh, <coughs> like I, I imagine a lot of her energy it probably took a lot of her energy to manage uh, her talent and that dedication just on herself. But now she has a certain comfortability with it where she's able to maintain the talent, maintain the maintain the discipline because she's still out here training, still out here teaching and everything. Owns a studio and a, and a whole team. Motive is looking crisp and looking great. Like, As ever. and I, I think that that's really the testament. Is like you can do it for yourself, but once you're able to transfer that to people, now you're really showing the fruits of your labor. Yes, um, which is yes. I think is also a thing that I feel like you have. Um, where I'm gonna actually go find you guys. Uh, send me the video of that of your story of all the people in the class and the reveal class oh, later. Absolutely. But. Um, just seeing the way that people move with jewels in class is reminiscent as to same thing with Marley Caitlin in that it just rings genuine like she doesn't have to actually say too much they watch her move and they're like ah okay I understand where you're coming from I'm gonna try to I'm gonna I'm gonna move with you um, and it's just like a testament to how long you've been here and all the hard work that you've been putting in um, to be able to effectively communicate with people through your body and through your words um yeah so you're doing you're doing all the things you're doing all the things you're great she's miss jewels she ain't got no rules <laughs> oh my god <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. i don't want to take too 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 much of your time and this is getting to a, a crazy gig gig uh rate there um we'll just have to have you back on another time whenever you come back um, or do something like virtual one day but um yeah i just want to say i love you dude I love you. um and you are uh, the reason why a lot of the reason why i dance the way i do today i only took julie's classes really for the first few months that i that i was here uh or that i when i first moved here and uh the openness with her movement was something that i wasn't necessarily accustomed to of my own and the times that we spent laughing sessioning like going on trips and everything like that it just contributes to um, the experience that fuels my own movement Mm -hmm. um so i'm just glad that you could be here today and be a part of this new venture that we have and um, i'm glad people got to hear a little bit more about what you got going on so yeah thank thank you for being here of course and also like it's crazy because I remember when you first got here and to like even now like when you told me about the podcast and I was just like that's so great I was like that is so wonderful because I remember like you coming into the choreo and then you went into the freestyle and now I even remember when you started making Godfrey and then just like now it's curated into this 
into something so much more and I'm like you're about to make such a like I don't think you even understand how much like of a of a staple that you were about to put here on Chicago and that you already are like really truly in the in each community that you have stepped in so know that you have so much power and and essence stepping into any room that you go into and anything that you put your mind to and I'm just so proud of like everything that you have been able to accomplish here in Chicago and it's just Julie's trying to make me cry oh! and I he, don't he cry. tried to make me cry earlier I don't though cry. so <laughs> on that note <laughs> um no thank you um yes. yeah I think I said it in the beginning but free speech is is here um it is a part of the bigger brand or the bigger the bigger platform the bigger philosophy that Godfrey is um which is just peace by example um just making sure that I'm walking in my most genuine self and having it like transfer off and inspire other people to be their most genuine selves whether people agree with you or not it just really doesn't matter um it just matters if you can walk through life not having like that um that icky feeling you know what I'm saying that you're not being true to who you are um and ultimately it's going to cause like like controversy like um uh, in in that when people when two people are very strong and their opinions may be opposing it's going to be like a like a like a force hitting each other but that's literally the point none of us know what's going on here we're still trying to figure it out we probably won't figure it out in our lifetime but this is our i think the right step to actually just figuring out like how can we actually just be able to live with each other better um so I'm glad that I get to do this, that I have the, the privilege to be able to do this, the the opportunities. I'm glad that I have good friends to be able to come on and um, and talk about their lives and just their experience with somebody else is just able to take even a little nugget from it and uh, try to make their own life uh, fit more to what they want it to be. Um, yeah. I think that's a wrap on this one. Um, thank you again, pleasure. Julie. Um, and yeah, like, subscribe. If you're listening on Spotify, follow the account. Um, listen, share it with your friends. If you're on YouTube, subscribe, hit the bell. Um, check out all the other content on there. I'll be tagging and posting Julie's Instagram. And are you on YouTube or anything? anything yes, else? I am on YouTube. Instagram and YouTube's um, just to um, you know show you who she is. And yeah, stay tuned for the next episode.